0: Good day, beautiful people. It's your girl, Kay. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. I hope everyone had a safe and enjoyable week. I know the weather's nice. Yeah, listen, I want to be outside too, okay? But we all have to be safe at all times. So please stay home. If you have a backyard, enjoy it barbecue, run around in it, do whatever, just be safe. Walking is fine, but keep a safe distance. Okay. Wear a mask outdoors. The gloves aren't really necessary, but if you feel like you need them, remember you have to change them because we're not washing them like we wash our hands. Okay. I'm literally seeing too many people enjoying this warm weather sans protective gear, And I just want all of us to come out of this alive. Thank you to everyone supporting the show. As of today, we've reached 48 downloads. Yay! Black Therapy Uncensored's May goal is to reach 100 downloads, and I know we can get there with your support. So please continue to subscribe, to listen, to share, download it. Any opportunity that you get, share it with someone. All righty. And also ratings matter. So right now I'm at the bottom of that totem pole, but hopefully over time my rating goes up and listen, I'm going to put it out in the atmosphere. I'm going to put it out in the universe. I hope God is hearing. He is hearing me. I want to be number one. I think in mental health podcasting, I can be number one. And so that is my goal. All righty. Also leave a review. Give us a five-star rating. Leave one sentence, a little short, little blurb about how much you enjoy the show and what it's done for you so far so that other people, when they're searching it up, can tune into the show as well and get the goodness that you're getting. We want them all to get the goodness, okay? We are getting to 100 downloads. So now back to your regular Black Therapy Uncensored programming. I want to shout out the moms. May is all about the moms. The moms. We're celebrating mothers. I'll always love my mama. She's my favorite girl. I'll always love my mama. She brought me in this world. You only got one. You only got one. Yeah. I love to sing that song to my mom. Um, So May is, is, is about moms. And we're celebrating them, the beautiful women they are. I'm a mom. Listen, shout out to you all holding down the fort for the last eight weeks, working from home while being at home, while doing the home thing with the husbands or the spouses, with the children or the pets or whatever it is you have to do. The BS we've been going through 24-7 to make things happen. People are still alive in our houses. So kudos to us. We wake up every day and we make it happen. We're making it happen. So we just adjusted to this new normal. And I know it's been trying for some people, but, you know, we gon' make it. And May is also Mental Health Awareness Month. So we will be spending time diving into various mental health topics. Our goal is to help those currently struggling And bring awareness to mental health through stigma reduction. Black Therapy Uncensored aims to provide you with mental health knowledge in an uncensored fashion. There will be times, like today's episode, and following where we will be a little less uncensored. Delivery will be the same, but we want to focus on the seriousness of mental health. Especially in our Black community. Especially my Caribbeans, people of color, intersectionality, all righty? There are not a lot of resources out there for people like us. And so we often have to search for them, but Black Therapy Uncensored understands and looks to ease the search process by providing free professional information that you can listen, learn, and apply to your life and share with another person in your life. Listen, if you're like me, you've looked for resources in your community and you can't find Dilly squiddly and the people you do find have a uh, cracker box credentials, crackerjack box credentials. Right. And you're just like, do I really want to settle for this? Okay. And so then it gets discouraging. And then what we do oftentimes is we don't get the help that we need. So, This is the free information giving you the help that you need. So without further ado, let's get into today's topic, which is prescription for overthinking. What? All right. So now you might be saying to yourself, Kate, what the hell does overthinking have to do with mental health? Also, if you're saying this isn't me. This isn't me, Kate. I don't identify with being an overthinker. Alrighty. Newsflash. This is probably you. And that response leads me to believe that you overthought that, which is the reason you responded that way. And so I'm not a psychic, which I probably should be, but I know people. I know how their mind works because psychology is all about the study of the mind. Okay, so all I do day in and day out is study people's minds, how they think, how they feel, their emotions, their their thought process, irrational thoughts, rational thoughts, all of that. But also, I can identify with being an overthinker, because that is my thought process majority of the time. Initially deny, then overthink the denial, then settle on that answer then overthink that answer, then overthink the answers, 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 right? Got it? I hope y'all got it. Good. Okay. So break out those writing utensils and paper, the note section in your phone, whatever you use to jot down stuff, a sticky note, okay? This is the listen and learn part. Like I tell my clients, turn your ears on. Can you hear me? The listen and learn part. Alrighty then. So let's start with the definition of overthinking. Overthink means to think about something for too much or for too long. Raise your hand if you can identify with the definition I just read. I'll read it again. Read it again. Overthink means to think about something for too much or for too long. So I'm raising two hands because I know I can definitely relate to this subject because I'm the queen of overthinking. Let me adjust my crown, okay? Give it to me. I'm the queen of overthinking. Overthinking what to eat, what to wear, how to style my hair, what route to take to work, to go to the party or stay home? If if you go, who all will be there? If you don't, what is everyone doing and how come no one called to check on you? Did I say the right thing? Did I say the wrong thing? Are they angry with me? What will happen to us? What if I fail? What if I succeed? If you said the right thing during the conversation because the person looked uninterested. If my date will call, when will he or she call? Did I get the job? I hope she, he didn't notice mismatched socks. The what ifs, the coulda, woulda, shouldas, the constant in your head, unending conversation of, I should have done it this way. And only if I did it the other way, would I have, I obtained the results I desire. If you said yes, 20 of these, if you was having a praise moment, like, hmm say it, Kay. Okay? Then you, my friend, might be an overthinker. It's the difference between getting stuff done and not getting stuff done. Being productive and wasting time. Overthinking wastes time. Mental emotional, valuable time you could be spent living your life in the present moment. But Kay, why does overthinking happen? Well, a topic for another time, but part of it is the need to be perfect, right? And so, like I said, a topic for another time, we can get into perfectionism because that's overthinking sometimes leads to that. Your need to be perfect leads you overthinking things so much. And then you don't get things done, but you're a perfectionist. It's like it's a crazy cycle of craziness going on. Okay. People that overthink struggle with turning off their brains and relaxing. Let me tell you, overthinking is a job in itself. And so, at a moment when you're supposed to be relaxing, you can't because you're overthinking the relaxing part. You ever sat in a room and the silence is deafening? Then now you have to start doing things. You create noise to kill the silence because the silence was too loud in your head because your thoughts were taken over. Now, we'll put it into practice later on, but there's skills that you can develop to help you be less of an overthinker. Overthinking at times is necessarily not a bad thing. It's when we let it get out of control, Okay. So again, people that overthink struggle with turning off their brains to relax. and relaxing. So even in moments when they need to relax, they can't cuz the silence is deafening. Sit with that for a moment. The silence might be deafening right now cuz you got to sit with it. So it increases the noise in their heads and leads to more irrational thoughts. Again, that cycle. What happens is the cycle is like a circle, right? Cyclical. Okay. If we let it build and build and it gets out of control, what happened? It rolls away from us and we're no longer in control of that, right? It's rolling down that hill. It's getting bigger. It's an avalanche. And then what happens? Boom. It crashes. It explodes. It destroys everything in its path. And that's what happens when you let it get out of control. So when overthinking is not managed in a positive way, It can lead to depression and anxiety as well as other mood disorders. So overthinking is always thinking something said or done could have been done better even when the best effort has been put forth. Let me say that again. Overthinking, because I really want you to sit with this. Overthinking is always thinking something said or done could have been done Better, even when the best effort has been put forth. It's the fear of failure that still leads to failure. I'll say it again for you. It's the fear of failure that still leads to failure. So you're overthinking for what? Is that helping you succeed? Probably not. And it's probably going to lead to your worst outcome. So, why are we doing it? Think about that as we mosey right along. Overthinking stops us from getting things done. You ever overthought about exercising? You're like, man, I should really get in that 30-minute interval training. Oh, but I got so much stuff to do. Man, oh, my back is hurting me. Whoa, I'm not feeling good oh, but that's 30 minutes I could be doing something else. And then you overthink it, right? And then you might decide, hey, I'm not going to do it. But then do you still do the other thing that you were going to do in place of the exercise? No. Nine times out of 10, we don't. We just, all of us are bullshit artists. So we just be saying things because it sounds good in our heads and ain't nobody around to really check us. Okay? But overthinker stops us from getting things done. Okay, from accomplishing our dreams. It shouts loud and clear, I am not good enough. And that is so not true, right? But you got to tell yourself that. I can't tell you that. You got to tell yourself that. So, how do we stop from overthinking? All right. So, first, we need to get to the root of it all the thought process. Everything begins in your head. So your brain is the biggest organ in your body. It controls every function you can imagine. It controls how your heartbeat sends a signal to your heart to, to pump blood. Okay? If you get an injury, to, to send blood there, to send the blood cells there, to heal it. It tells your lungs to inhale, exhale. Your thinking process, your emotions, your balance coordination, your vision, your speech, your personality, all of that is wrapped up into your brain. And that's why if you see brain damage and they have to figure out which area is damaged based on which part of you is not functioning. But they usually run tests before they can confirm that. But that's a science lesson for another time. So here, I'm going to drop a little psychology on you. We have core beliefs. Core beliefs are those thoughts we develop as a result of our experience with other people in various situations. It can be one or several reoccurring thoughts, but we usually discredit any positive thoughts that do not confirm what we are thinking. So for example, If your core belief is he or she doesn't like me, matter of fact, scratch that one. No one likes me. I've heard this plenty of times. No one likes me. You'll hear it with kids a lot, teenagers, okay? The woe is me phase of life. No one likes me, okay? Some beliefs, negative, irrational thoughts that may support that is they didn't answer my call. They didn't respond to my text, They left me on read. When I saw them in person, they give me one word answers. All of those irrational thoughts support the no one likes me, right? But anything that's positive doesn't really confirm that notion of no one likes me. Where they may be busy, their phone lost service. They did try to contact you, but your your phone is not working. When they saw you in person, there wasn't much of a conversation for them to say more than one word. But we don't accept those thoughts because that would discredit the core belief of no one likes me. Core beliefs are thoughts we have of ourselves as a result of our interactions with other individuals. So if me saying all of this doesn't help you identify if you are or aren't an overthinker, here are some signs that confirm or discredit that status for you. And here at Black Therapy Uncensored, we utilize resources to help get the point across. So any professional not using resources and references, I will question the validity and reliability of the information they are providing. Now back to our episode. Ba-dum-dum. All right. I'm loving this. Oh my gosh. All right. Focus Gay. I got to have this conversation because I lose focus on these shows because I want to make sure you get all the information. So I ramble on. But my handy dandy script keeps me focused because without that, we would be starting talking apples and oranges and then talking about the galaxies and you would have to make sense out of it. But anyway, 10 signs you are an overthinker according to Inc.com. So that's a resource. You can look it up, put it in your search engine, your favorite search engine, according to ink.com. You relive embarrassing moments in your head repeatedly. As I read these, I just want you to take note and say, "Hey, this this might be me." Right? Okay? You have trouble sleeping because it feels like your brain won't shut off. How many of you have restless nights where your mind is just racing? Right? Okay? You ask yourself a lot of what if questions. Remember when I talked earlier about the woulda, coulda, shoulda, the what ifs? Okay. You spend a lot of time thinking about the hidden meaning and things people say or events that happen. You're overthinking a simple conversation of maybe someone asking you out to lunch or asking your opinion on something. You rehash conversations you have with people in your mind and think about all the things you wish you had or hadn't said. Again, this is not a simple, like when we were in an argument with somebody and we wish we would have said something. Yes, that is overthinking. But if you're constantly doing that, then we have a problem. Because even if you're assuring your stance of you were right and they might've been wrong or whatever you said was valid in that in that conversation, that argument, there's no need to overthink it. So I'm not just Referring to that when we get into an argument afterwards saying, I should have said that. I should have told them about themselves, right? You constantly relive your mistakes. When someone says or acts in a way you don't like, you keep replaying it in your mind. Sometimes you are not aware of what's going on around you because you're dwelling on things that happened in the past. Or worried about things that might happen in the future. Overthinking. As an overthinker, you don't really spend a lot of time in the present because, like I just said, you're either worried about what happened in the past, so you're ruminating over those thoughts. Or you're concerned about what's going to happen in the future, what's to come. And so you really can't live in the present, in the here and now, because you're so split between past and future. It's like a seesaw. That's what you are doing when you're overthinking. So imagine it that way. It's like the yo-yo effect, the seesaw effect. Okay? So you're not aware of what's happening in the present moment because you are caught up in the past and the future. You spend a lot of time worrying about things you have no control over. Listen, the overthinking is not going to give you any more control than you already have right now. It's not. But I can't tell you to stop. The only person that can tell you to stop is you. And you can't get your minds off your worries. If me explaining all the other ones and to help you, let me explain this one to you. When you worry, worrying a little, worrying is a, is, is natural. We have moments where we're nervous and we're anxious, and that's okay. It's natural. You can do that. When you have constant, unending worry, not only is it detrimental to your mental health because you're just driving yourself insane, it's detrimental to your physical health. You ever worry so much that you made yourself sick, physically ill? And I have been there, so I know it has a physical toll on you. It weakens your immune system. If you don't have control over it, why are we worrying so much? It's not going to change anything. The worry doesn't change anything. But again, me telling you that's not going to change anything. It starts with you. So you can't get your mind off your worries. Aha. So now we are getting to the nitty gritty. So, okay. how do I apply this to my life? How do I stop? You haven't answered that yet. Okay, all right, all right. We got in there. First, we had the listen and learn part. I had to break all that down for you, give you all the psychology terms and lingo. Now, apply. Remember, listen, learn, apply. This is what we're doing. Listen, learn, apply. Hey, listen, learn, apply. Get it? Listen, learn, apply. So apply this. Number one, I want you to tune in. Tune in. So pay attention to those moments you find yourself lost in your thoughts. Be aware that you are overthinking. So you have to stop and think. Just like you would make a decision, you got to make the decision, the first two steps of stopping and thinking tuning in, what is happening to me right now, acknowledge the thought or the thought process. This means, and this will be difficult for so many people, but we have to put it into practice. This means tuning into the present and getting out of your head. You got to get out of your head. I'm often telling people that get out of your head, out of there, just get out of it. You got to be in the present. Next, to help you kind of get out of your head is challenge. Challenge those irrational thoughts. So once out of your head, challenge those negative thoughts. So another word for irrational is negative thoughts, in case anyone didn't understand. I've been told I use big words sometimes. I'm sorry, people. Most therapists use cognitive behavioral techniques to assist the client in challenging their thoughts. And so the client writes down one or few irrational thoughts and the meaning behind them. Then they are asked to challenge those thoughts and meaning. And this is a multi-layer process that ends with replacing these irrational thoughts or rational thoughts, therefore changing the core beliefs. So we have to change our core beliefs. So like the example I gave you earlier, no one likes me. So now we need to replace all those irrational thoughts, rational ones, which I gave you examples of. That person is busy. They do like me. They're given one word answers because maybe they're just as nervous as I am. When we start to change the word and we start to change our thought process. It's all in the word, and the word is key. Next, you want to reflect. So here's another resource for you. According to Forbes.com, you're probably like, why am I referencing Forbes? Listen, it's a legit article. It's, it's a legit magazine. It's a legit company. According to Forbes.com, Constant ruminating over thoughts is not healthy or productive, but brief reflection is healthy. And I, as a therapist, recommend it to my clients to reflect, think about your day, reflect how your day went, reflect how your week went, your month went, your year went, right? When I talk about goals, that's part of the reason why I'm saying that because I want you to reflect and not to get caught up in the negative of what's not going right. Get caught up in what is, what is. I mean, not to get caught up in what's going wrong, but to get caught up in what is going right. So when we focus on the positive, remember prescription of positivity, bling. Alrighty. It helps to change your thoughts. And when we change our thoughts to positive, we are allowing ourselves to really live in the present. Briefly thinking about How you could do things differently, recognizing obstacles or challenges and plans and ways to improve for the future. So here's the application part of this one. Try this 20 minutes a day of thinking over a situation. You can allow yourself to worry. You can allow yourself to think about what you want. But when the 20 minutes is up, that's it. We move on to the next task. There's no like, oh, give me another 10 minutes to think about it. No, 20 minutes done. If you put it into practice, over time, that, that that the worrying will get shorter. The allowing what you want to think will get shorter because you've trained yourself. Everything is you have to train yourself, build a new habit, right? To give it back, you know, when a baby first learns how to walk, they don't come out the womb walking. That would be scary if they did, though. They have to learn. Over time, they learn. Then they learn to run. Same thing with talking. You learn one word, you learn a couple of words. You put them together in a sentence. You learn the meaning of the words. You're able then to write. Eventually, by the time they're 10, they're able to write paragraphs. Okay? Just painting the picture for you. Same thing with exercising, right? You have to train your body. When you start out, if you've never exercised before, right? They usually start you out with five, five pound weights, 10 pound weights. Okay. Over time, because you're training yourself and you're learning a new skill, it increases to 20 to 30 to 50 to a hundred because you've trained and now your body remembers, your mind remembers. Okay. So 20 minutes a day of thinking over the situation, allowing the worry, thinking about whatever you want. Okay. After that, initially you may have to time yourself. So like I just said, any new habit, you have to train yourself. So initially I would say time yourself. 20 minutes, the timer goes off, boom, you're done, you're on to the next thing. If your thoughts go back to what is bothering you, quick reminder that you will deal with it later. So it's like when people tell you to drop off your concerns at the door and pick them up when you leave. That's what I tell my clients. Drop your concerns at the door, pick them up when you leave. Sometimes you don't need to pick them up. You might walk right over them because you train yourself to deal with it in a more positive way. Mindfulness. This technique can help facilitate the reflection period. So centering yourself um, and staying calm keeps you in a present state of mind. So when you are present, you do not have time to be worried or fearful you are no longer consumed with yesterday or tomorrow. So mindfulness, a little bit of centering yourself, meditation, prayer, all of that is mindfulness. And it's allowing you to sit with the silence so it doesn't become definite anymore. It actually becomes relaxing. I myself have had to practice this. And now I can sit in a room of silence for maybe even up to an hour. But usually by the 30-minute mark, I catch myself, and I'm like, wow, it's really quiet in here. And then I might go on to something else. So you have to practice that. Active problem solving. Actively solve the problem. What is it? Seek it out and solve it. You have to do it. We have to engage in it. So, active problem solving, okay, is again actively solving the problem. It's literally what it says in there. It's actively solving the problem. So, if whereas that is taking time to yourself, okay, um, and and stating out the plan of how you're going to solve this, what this looks like, if you weren't, if we if we weren't overthinking. So it's the kind of skill we rarely think about in the day-to-day lives. We're always trying to focus on dealing with difficult emotions we face, but active problem solving is sitting with those emotions, which comes from the mindfulness. So you're supposed to be able to do that. Okay. And then lastly... I'll explain the active problem solving more in a minute because I, I feel like people are like, what, Kay? I don't know what you're saying. Um channeling. Channeling. Change the channel in your head. Not on the TV. Change the channel in your head. Let me repeat. No, 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 no. It's not telling yourself to stop worrying. Because the more you do that, the more you will worry about the situation. So think about when someone has to go to the bathroom badly, right? The more you think about going to the bathroom, don't we all got to go a little bit more? You feel it coming out. You're like, oh my gosh, I got to go. I got to go. I got to go, right? It's changing the channel in your head. It's engaging in a healthy activity that gets your mind away from the worry. Okay? So something like reading a book, watching your favorite show, Listening to music, exercising, changing the subject, working on a personal project, all of that helps change the channel. So we want to change the channel. Just change it. Go and do something else. I wouldn't say go like on social media because that might actually encourage you to uh, think, overthink even more. And you're just going to drive yourself nuts and you're going to be like, what? The hell am I? And then you'll be starting a cycle all over. What we really we're trying to break the cycle. I don't want to repeat the cycle. That's that's not where we're at. We want to break the cycle. Break, break it, break it, break it. All right, we are. We're at the end of our show. So again, listen, learn, apply. To help you reduce overthinking. Overthinking can drain you of your mental strength. You need to reach your greatest potential. And here at Black Therapy on Uncensored, we want you to reach your greatest potential. So, again, pay attention to the times you overthink. When you trade overthinking for active problem solving, you'll be free to devote your resources to worthwhile activities. So again, it's utilizing the overthinking to help you be the best version of yourself. So if you're having that worry, that fear, sometimes it's just preparing ourselves. Active problem solving that allows us to then... Not overthink Alrighty people The listen learn apply We broke it down for you We defined it for you I hope that helps If it didn't Well it did I know it did I know it helped you Again like I said in the beginning Let's get to 100 downloads for this month Subscribe Listen Share Download Download you can catch Black Therapy Uncensored on Instagram at Therapy Uncensored. Name is about to change. On Facebook, Black Therapy Uncensored. Twitter, Black Therapy Uncensored. let take out all the vowels. And on buzzsprout.com. All people. It's been real. It's your girl, Kay, your licensed mental health counselor. Giving it to you unfiltered, uncut, uncensored, in a professional manner. One love. Peace.